Welcome. To That Comic Smell Podcast. David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Mike Sadaka, and Tom Stewart. You've got this should be the first. No, the cops are <laughs> That That mug is. That's super. My sister was trying to sell it at the uh, uh, car boot sale and it wasn't shifty, I said. That would just do me for tea, I like yeah. that or not. So you should have said I would have given you the bigger ones. Don't fit big ones. I've got bigger ones. Don't fit big ones. It's not your fault, no, no. The reason I've got all this is because uh, not that I'm going to copy it out to there. Yeah, and good. I end up having lots of coffee. You've got more than that. How's everybody doing then? Everybody's good. Mm. Well, I'm speaking for everybody now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's our leader, Re- supreme representative. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lord Trump. <laughs> Oh, right. yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, Eric. Thank you. All right. How I've heard. Oh, it's it. just something else. I'm mm. out. So tell me, is this a reprint of. It is, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a reprint of older stuff. I've obviously read Hardbreak Suit, but. Cheers, man. Yeah, I'll have a the other stories in it in a minute. I know. <laughs> I I'm just a, it's, it's just a shame that there wasn't the other ones as well. It was just them. Like, no, I mean, I mean like, they Is didn't have any other ones at all. Right? <laughs> 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 no, it's three quid, oh, but they didn't have any other ones at all. So just them. Yeah, that is good though. Three of them. I got them for three quid, but it's a shame they didn't have the other one. Oh. Oh yeah, who are they yours? <laughs> no, 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 Three or 1994, I think mm-hmm. 93 it, it was released. Yeah. So, Love and Rockets, mm-hmm. Amor y Coetes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I brought my. This is the reprint of number one. That cover, yeah. I remember that when it came out in like comics, comics Scene Magazine. That appeared. I have a collection of. I've seen that. It. Well, it was all like early 80s, as you know, but, but by the time I decided, I was too young for it at that point. So when I was looking into it in the comic shop, it just so happened there were reprinting like the first 10 of them in, mm. again. So I went and bought them. Got them at but the right time then. Would that have sat in the same kind of, would that just have been in a regular comic shop? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I just went and got would it. Would they have been in like their own bit? Because I can't recall ever seeing Maybe. Well, would it be in a different size, you know? That would be in its own Marvel and DC, right. I think it was up on the it was up on the wall when I remember buying it in the shop I went to. Mm. 
Third print in February 1992. Wow. Yeah, I think it's quite expensive to get the first one now. First print. But that was great. That, so you was, was able to buy them just as a regular comic. Mm. So I bought like the first ten or something. And then uh, and then I thought, I'll continue buying it. So I went and got the new ones. And it was like issue 38 or something. And I had no idea <laughs> what was going on. You know, it was like this jump of years. I asked about Love and Rockets at the uh, comic shop, and they said they'll be getting some in soon. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's the re it's restarting in a new, like new number one kind of thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because they've been coming out with those annual books one a year. Mm -hmm. Now they're bringing it back as a more magazine size thing. Yeah. So that'll be good to see. Mm. Is it not <clears> the first one out already? It might well be. Yeah, yeah I thought it was starting already. Yeah, it's either imminent or it's out. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of heads speaking about it, but that's just as far as it goes. Who's, who's I mean, published it? Hmm? Who's published I mean, it? I would assume Fantagraphics. Fantagraphics, yeah. Yeah, they've kind of they've stuck with Fantagraphics yep. through the years. It was only the first one themselves, wasn't it? Mm. Did they regularly sell it? Forbidden Planet for that price? That you brought up. No, no, well, that was, there was tons of them that were there. What was They're just those three. <clears throat> right. No other ones. Right. As I was saying in Andrew just there, they, I was looking for the other ones just even at the normal £10. Right. And they just didn't have any other ones at all. So I don't know if they were maybe just trying to get rid of them because they weren't selling or, or what. But they just had those, lots those three they had lots tons. Yeah. So maybe just a back a backlog so that they can make space for the rest of them to go out or something but so they're normally a tenner that sounds yeah yeah, well, yeah, right. yeah. you'll find around about yeah, 10 12 pounds it's all new to me well not new I've only read that, that edition anyway yeah I want to say that he, Amazon's got some of them for like 7-8 quid so like a pound or so cheaper but I think I don't think that's Amazon itself I think that's like I think, they, I think these editions are good from the point of view you get a lot of the issues to get a lot of the stories mm. in one go and some of them favor to read them you know in mm. one go and then wait your month or two months or however long it would take for a new issue to appear yeah um that's well certainly that's that there's some of them some of the compilation might be better than others i mean heartbreak soup itself is meant to be one of the you know the most important uh, of the stories or, or well known anyway or so mm -hmm. we regarded that one of the, the, the main ones mm -hmm. yeah uh, for love and rockets but the other one yeah mm -hmm. was it not heartbreak soup that came under fire about three years ago because some kid in america checked out of a school library or something and his mum got a hold of it and said that it was pornography mm -hmm. i remember that <laughs> yeah. it could be mm -hmm. it could be that ended up being a big that was a big story that made its way around mm -hmm. the news. Yeah. And if I remember rightly, Gilbert Hernandez just found it hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't really blame. Well, to be three decades into your career, mm -hmm. well established, and everybody knows what you're about, and yeah. if somebody's in finds your book and starts going, you're gonna, it's hard to take it seriously. <laughs> Can one of you knowledgeable gentlemen do like a a breakdown, yeah, an overview because I'm oh my god, 
I'm no, because I'm just kind of confused with Love and Rockets, mm. Palomar. Mm. Uh, well, what, so what's the all, all is Love and Rockets? Everything's mm. so everything that's is like, Love and Rockets. That's like the series. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So and that's then, the overarching. And, and you have sorry? different stories going on, and you have different characters. Now we're talking about as as they say, thirty years of comics here. Right. Um, to give you a breakdown of Where did how, come, how can we resume Love and Rockets? I would say it's a soap opera. Mm-hmm. And certainly has a lot of elements of soap opera. And a lot of it is based in real stories and real people and real places. And experiences by the authors. So certainly that's the way it's transmitted. That's the way you feel when you read it. Did it begin in English or... Did it begin in Spanish? It's Polish and English. Yeah. yeah. They are they are Mexican family origin, but uh. yeah, there's a lot of Spanish things going on there. But the main thing is the story is is in English, and there's uh, two of the brothers, two of the the artists, and there's a third one. I will. It's been involved, kind of. He po- yeah, he pops up. Yeah. Like <clears throat> editor, editor, and is doing so much stuff. Gilbert and Jamie are yeah, the ones who mainly mainly work on it. But yeah, it's and Mario's the, the third party. But it's mainly yeah, I would say it's a, like yeah, a soap opera of characters and mm-hmm. it started because the first issue with uh, Maggie the Mechanic, mm-hmm. one of the first stories. It started it's a little bit of science fiction, really. But so, as as they were going along, going, yeah. things changed and it, and it, and the, the comics themselves became more. I don't know how to say it. maybe perhaps more down to earth based on the reality, more mm-hmm. about sentiments and about situations and real stories and real people. And um, I mean, there's different backgrounds and different things. There's still some wacky things going on. Yeah, along. I've read that <clears throat> one. Yeah, yeah, and you'll you'll find that there's all the wacky I've, things appear every now and then. I really enjoyed it, even though that's the first one I've read, <clears throat> but it was a bit. I didn't know who was who, and it was a bit. The thing about Love and Rockets. The thing about Love and Rockets. I think now, if you come, if you never read Love and Rockets, and you go into it now, you it's it's not accessible. It's not Mm. something that you just jump in and oh you, yeah you get on. That's fine because there's so much history behind, and the characters have grown up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At the same time as the artists have grown up, and the readers have grown up. And, and so the sensibilities and the way that things are going are different as well. Right. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I think, I think it depends. The, the stories and how grounded they are depends on who's writing them. Gilbert seems to write a lot of the, the stuff that tends to be like the kids in the Palma. He, he mm-hmm. seems to do a lot of the more sort of grounded, realistic stories, the kind of biopic stories if you, if you will kind of loosely and Jamie's the one that writes more of the sort of science fiction side and wrote like Meg Maggie and I believe it's pronounced Jaime 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 Jaime, Jaime. 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 Okay. Jaime. 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 No, I thought he was Jamie for about eight yeah, years. Yeah, I was going to say, that's my, some, that's my complete ignorance. No, no, no but that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I wouldn't have known unless yeah. I lived in... This was a nice collection um, that, that I picked up when I was first getting into it. Short stories. 
Yeah, because there seems to be like lots of different mm -hmm. kinds of formats to it. And so this is like mechanics and hundred rooms. That was another good one, early one. I think that's what makes it more accessible, though, is that it's smaller think, stories, contained mm -hmm. stories. There is a bigger thing going on, but there's oh, no, I mean like stories to actual different presses. Oh right, okay, right. You know, okay. The there's, there's that. There's that volume. There's that kind of magazine. Well, it started as the magazine, right? And that was that ran for like fifty issues, mm. and then. So that kind of oversized British size was how it first started. Yeah, it reminds right. me of a two thousand AD yeah. issue from that time. Yeah, and then they stopped it, but issue fifty, and then started doing other little series, and then a few years after. What was it? Was this next? It was more like a comic, uh, American right. comic book size, and that ran for a, for a while, and then they changed it to. They ran some of these, like books one a year. New Love and Rockets new stories, I think. That's that's a one-off kind of thing. Oh, and then they ran for about sixteen. And they said they issues. Yeah, yeah. It was in the. They said they That's this one. Yeah, think of. It's all. Was that that? Sorry, right, okay. Yeah. If I could put all these stories, yeah, right. that's what we were thinking Together. That's handy, actually. So you, you yeah, kind of start. Yeah, but, um, yeah, these, these books split up. Is that uh, the Yeah. You have one brother and. So okay. when you so buy the comic, yeah. you get both of them. When you buy these, you can take your pick. Oh, yeah. right. Either, high or. Much. Yeah. And then now we've got to the stage where it's just started again. As a awesome. series, Love and Rockets. Right. So I guess there's four distinct series. Kind of. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The stories themselves, as, as you mentioned, are so, especially, you know, Gilbert's stuff, it's all over the place. It's yeah. like, it's in the past, the future, it's here, it's there. A lot of characters that you. And especially since it started coming out annually. I mean, I've been dumb and I can't remember. Where the hell are Arnold? What's been going on? You know, but I just enjoyed them anyway. I stopped worrying about it years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still enjoyed it, even though yeah, I good. didn't know much about it. There was still the self-contained stories I could understand were really enjoyable. Mm -hmm. uh, when I began that issue two, that magazine that, oh, that yeah. shot that time, uh -huh. yeah, I, I, I stopped a few pages into that mechanics just because oh. I wanted. To, I think it, I didn't know what was going on, and uh, right. and then some. I was reading something else, and then I was meant to go back to it, and I never did. Okay. But I found that volume a lot. Uh, you might. I wasn't able to get a lot of it, but then there was a lot of it that I could get, mm. rather than reading an issue where I'd maybe not understand anything. You know? mm. Okay. That's uh, the good thing that I found about the, the comic. So when you had a big book of it, you were able to keep going through it yeah. because I, I was like, oh, you know, mm. stuff will explain itself, maybe uh, these characters. And but there's also connections with the books. Yeah. You know, when they when they split in this edition, like that, as they've said, they said they split the the artists. Mm. There are connections as well. Mm -hmm. As you as you're reading along the long story, there are connections. So you're supposed to like. You can do you can. both. Yeah. So they're running parallel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
lifetimes in their own way. Yeah, I mean, some of them are science fiction stories, some of them goes to the future. Like in the first Magnet Mechanic, that was like, talking to bikes. Floating bikes and things like that. There's like the devil guy that walks about with like the bees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of stuff like that. But they're all to 11 and then the spaceships and none of the things are going on, you know? So there's. But yeah, that's 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 the first book, Magnetic Mechanic, and that's Jaime. But to say, I did find some of the stories easy to follow in a single um, standalone and this one here, yeah, number eleven. Yeah, the first one was a, a very uh, interesting story I've never come across in comics before. It was about a man thinking about all his wives and mm-hmm. how good he is with the uh, the final one. Mm-hmm. But one of the wives is trying to kill him or is sending death threats and he's not letting on which one it is. Mm. Intriguing. Yes, because if he if he if he lets on to his current wife, chances are she'll hunt the others down. <laughs> They're good things just to take at face value. Don't look for any sort of deeper meaning or anything to them. There's no deep intertwined you know philosophical thing behind it is literally just read just the story. Lie. Yeah, read the story, take it as it is, and if you you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And that's I think that's what appeals. Is yeah. that there's nothing there's nothing Does wider, anyone know you know? whether I mean I'm looking at you because maybe you may have read it in Spanish press, but do you know whether Central and South America took to to this comic or not? Was it, was it sold there? And if it was did they take to it or <clears throat> don't really know because it's kind of set when know. when the first time I heard about Love and Rockets in Spain was through the news in comics scene and in uh, I think it was in the DC prints in Spain at that time in the 80s because they have all a page with news from America and that cover appeared mm-hmm. Love and Rockets and they were saying oh this is really big it's you know it was already going on, but there was already that happening. You know, there's a lot of acclaim. You know, this is new, very fresh, new artists, etc., etc. And then eventually came to Spain, but uh, very sporadically in and Spanish. I, in Spanish, and now I think the editions that we get is pretty much this sort of format. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure who is the publisher in Spain, but it's that sort of idea. Big books. Yeah. I, I, I believe that's how it comes. And Spain is known by a lot of um, people, but the problem of comics coming from United States to Spain is Coltrane in Central and South America. The, the, what you get, you essentially in the eighties, what you were getting is Marvel and DC. You wouldn't yeah. get anything else. Um, and to get independent comics, like let's say I don't know, Love and Rockets or anything from. Uh, Robert Crumb or just oh, to yeah. see some of them you get some stuff mm-hmm. now you can get it available in the comic book shops yeah. you can get editions you can get the original editions you can get some Spanish editorials that do it mm-hmm. their own prints but yeah at that time it was difficult to get something like that oh yeah so the impact that might have in Spain I don't know mm-hmm. it's, it's not the same Originally it was published in English and 
I'm not sure if it's been published in Spanish or not. And I don't know in other countries in Central America or South yeah. America if it's been, been taken or not. Well, it's got the, how it pronounce everything at the bottom as well. Yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know how that would... I, I don't know if they would sort of publish that like that. No, they would change it. They would, change they would just put the as in as in the original, the Spanish in the original, something like that. <laughs> so they wouldn't change is, it. Is this yeah. cover a parody of another famous cover or not? No, I think that is just the famous cover. That mm-hmm. is the famous cover. Yeah. 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 And other things have ripped it off. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to see Guardians of the Galaxy has done something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I seem to recall. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy did something like that. Kind of based on well the film, but they based it on the, the usual suspects. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Poster film as well. Oh, speaking of film, I might be thinking of something else, but I'm sure when I came across the Love and Rockets on Wikipedia, they were mentioning about the rights for a film for Love and Rockets. No surprise. Yeah. I want to say that as a rumor has been going on for a while. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. But it's never been really materialized. Mm-hmm. That possible film of Orphan Rockets. Yeah. I don't know. What but they do. never quite decided which way they want mm-hmm. to go. I think the main writer, I'm not sure which one, <clears throat> at least one of the brothers is going to be the, uh, the main film script writer. If it happens. I would have said it would have been Gilbert, but it's just purely on the basis that he gets a lot, he gets a lot of press, yeah, especially these days. Well, it it's his name that always seems to come up. To make to make a more accessible film, you probably want to do something less wacky, yeah. <laughs> less fantasies, and yeah. maybe something more based in, mm-hmm. in a real story. Like I don't know, perhaps the the death of Speedy, which is quite sad one. Yeah, based on one of the characters. Sorry, spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably a more human, down to earth sort of. So then story. you take some uh, some heartbreak suit. You could make a. Uh, yeah, you can you as well. Make, uh, some stories with Luba as well because she's a very strong woman. You can make a more independent yeah. film on that. You, know, you could do it. That could be a very. The a problem is, it's the basis. If they want to make a film. And I company puts the money to be the film. They may want to to get money back from it or they want to have it in a way so they can get as much money as possible. Just the... It's always the... It's always the thing. It's always the thing. But I don't know. As long as they are in control, uh, Julian and Jaime, they are in control of the the film, of the story. I think that's the main thing. Mm So then it's up to them. At the end of the day, it's their yeah. work. Is anyone up to date with all all the what's been published? Uh, I've read some of this news. I think it's been a couple of years since I've I've not bought the new one yet, and I don't think I got last year's book either. But I'm fairly up to date. I think I've got about eight of the the newer, the latest series. Mm. Although I missed number four, and geez, try and get a hold of that. Really? Yeah, I went looking and I thought, I'll buy number four now. And I went looking and it was like $138 or something. I thought, what's going on with issue four? Uh, yeah? Yeah. Painful. Painful. Uh, it is painful. So I'll, I'll maybe wait. Some guest or some rare one. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe it's one of the ones that Mario appears on. The third. The third brother. Yeah. It's maybe one of the very few that he's on. Mm. 
Goldust. Jaime, Gilbert, or Mario. It is just Gilbert, it's not like. It's not pronounced differently. Well, if he's in Spanish, it's Gilberto. 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 With my simpleton English tongue. No, I mean, <laughs> no, no, the language is you are allowed to pronounce the word how you pronounce in your language. Mm-hmm. The wrong, but from the original, but you're allowed to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, just. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong <laughs> saying Jamie <laughs> or Gilbert, you know, well, well it's Gilberto or Jaime, well, you know. I'm assuming the name Love and Rockets is kind of a combination oh, of the fact that amazing. some of it is soap opera and some of it is sci-fi. Mm. Right. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite, like that. quite like Steve Ditko here and there. Mm. Things the like that, yeah. I was, I was having a look through this again and I thought it was quite a bit of Steve Ditko. Mm. Like the Gilbert. In what way? It does, yeah, some, of the, think... some of the figures and... Some of the f- facial expressions. Yeah, yeah it's oh. quite dick cool. Yeah, it's quite... The you sort of always see those different influences. You still see the Archie. It's yeah, Betty it's and Veronica. It's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. This page is just like the Archie comics. Yeah, yeah. you definitely see that influence yeah, as definitely. well. That is the Carlo. Which is great. The Carlo was one of the, the characters yeah. from yeah. Archie. Yeah, and the Carlo, yeah. So there's the influence of that, yeah. there's. I see a lot of uh, Steve Root mm-hmm. as well in some of the, especially the the first of the Maggie the Mechanic. There's a lot of it. it reminds me of Steve Root. Yeah, yeah. Was he up and running by then? But uh, that's Steve not. Root. Is he was doing Nexus. Was he doing Nexus at that time? Yeah. For first comics. Nexus. Is this the first comp- is this uh, the first compilation? Well there'll be two no. there'll be two first ones because both brothers have got you know the yeah, why is it? Oh, I feel why like they they separated. I feel like the first ones are Maybe it's better for like book markets. You know, they're used to a to a book with one author. Mm. Yeah. See when I saw this guy, I the first one I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like one of these bodies yeah. from the early Marvel ages the appeared in Hulk of the Avengers. Can't remember his name. Kind of oh, hypnotic okay. yeah. power or something like that. But the hair, the faces are the same. I thought, this looks like that. Book. That's a great image when he punches them in. The feet yeah, are like yeah. Ooh, <laughs> straight up in the air. <laughs> right. It's really good. And I like that. My, would that be right in saying that the first one would probably be the the. The green book, Maggie and Mechanic. I've never re- I never bought these collections. Is it not called Mechanics? The red one, first one. Is it the red one that's? I think it is the collection. I yeah. thought the red one was just called are Love you, and Rocket. Are you that's keeping that there because you're so pleased with that? No, I just forgot to take off. <laughs> I, I do that sometimes. <laughs> I do that when I come across a bargain. Look, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. That's the first one. Yeah, that's the first one. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I thought it was the green one. What's the green and one? Yeah. So, so that will have the um, uh, that issue in there. Uh huh. So that's the first one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and that's I had my knowledge right now. And that's the there we go. The girl from mm. Hoppers. And yeah, that's the other. So let's do the first two. Yeah, the girl from Hoppers is a good one. I like yeah, that. So, so 
That's got other, that's got all the wrestling and the yeah the bands and everything in it. Then you get Perla Perla La Loca. Punk rock. Mm-hmm. I never read that one. Perla La Loca and then. Oh okay. In the third issue of Love and Rockets, Gilbert Hernandez abruptly jettisoned his Marvel and heavy metal and sci-fi yarns. And they get that oh. one. And then that one. So this collection started. I haven't done the rest. Issue three. How many is there? What are they at? Mm. Like these Titan collections. Of this? Mm, 13 of them. Yeah, something it's like that. That's the last two. 13 for each author? No, in total. No, 13. no, in total. Yeah, in total. How come there's an odd number? If there's one for Pass. both. Because <laughs> it'll be made up with one of them will have, well, sorry, each of them will have like short stories and stuff that they've done as well in amongst them. Because you right. see that throughout it. They've right. got like the main story and then you'll suddenly just have like a two page thing. Right. And then it'll go into something else. Uh-huh. You know? So that'll be what it is. It'll be because they like little, little character fillers. Little stories. That no, because they're, still, they're still, the, they're still the same characters a lot of the time throughout it. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Does it give? Do they like give little bits of history on? Like, oh, uh, I seem to recall that no, maybe yeah. with little short maybe stories. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, really, it's not not like oh you have to read it because it yeah. tells you about. It's just a couple of the ones that I read were just daft, mm-hmm. daft right. stories. They were just wee things that they just they yeah. just so happened to have the characters in. Right. You know I mean, it could mean anything. They're mm-hmm. not, you know. The thing about these comics, and you were mentioning that, it's not like they are, oh no, you would have to think about how the structure of the story, because that represents a, it's not that complicated. The, the, some of the stories are, you know, they just, they want to keep it raw, simple, and that's yeah. why they go direct. They don't want to make it over elaborate, yeah. script uh, with transcendental ways to how to read this, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I mean it's it's a comic. It's a yeah, story. It's not, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not forced, is it? It's no, not, exactly. it's not that kind of forced cleverness. Or it's just what it is. It's just how it comes out. Yeah, and but some of the stories are fantastic. Mm. At the risk of sounding very pretentious, it's a very organic piece of writing. Oh <laughs> yeah, your mindfulness is tremendous. <laughs> you must have an emotional agility to allow you to read that. Man. It's very organic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're right. It's very organic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it is exactly like you said, though. It's very much like soap opera based. It's just you know, it's meant to be easy, easy reading. You just you, you read whatever story you get, what you get from it, and that's it. There's nothing else to it. Oh my god! Are you having another one? You said. Yeah, that wasn't enough. Eh? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> You oh. do lie your teeth. Yeah, I do. You're like a racehorse. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. We'd like to take a second to thank everybody for listening so far to That Comic Smell. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to tell anybody about us or you'd like to find us on any other places, we are at SoundCloud at That Comic Smell. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on YouTube. You can also get us on Twitter at That Comic Smell and you can find us on Facebook now as well. There is a page, so give us a wee like, give us a follow, subscribe and uh, just keep listening. Thanks again, folks. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Anyway. Into today.
Mike, Mike was more than enough to bring these along. Devilish tea cakes. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to make an assumption. I don't know. It's a tea cake with jam in the middle. Well, that's what I thought. But look oh. at the picture. The picture. Yeah. So it um, just might just be. Maybe just it's be just a bar cups. Tea cakes for me, then. We'll yeah. find out. We certainly will. We certainly will. We'll find out. Like munch away. Munch away. Manufactured in January. This year. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a hog? Yeah. Nice crunch. Was oh, it crunchy? Mm-hmm. Good texture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not been in the fridge, so uh, welcome to biscuit tasting. I'm getting fruit. David Rogers. I'm getting gold flakes. You're getting <laughs> gold as well. Mm. Gravel. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. Silk. Coarse aggregate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Getting very organic there. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like this. It's very organic. Yeah. Oh my. What are you getting there? You said there. Yeah. You said there. Says. I'm getting a sugar roll. Oh, I'm not going to Bueno. Dolce. Dolce. Nice. Dolce. So the devilish aspect is the wrapper. Yeah. It's given me the urge to do that. And they're devilishly good. <laughs> to do my Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Well, we've, we've hit mm. the... Uh, we've hit that thing that always happens when we all like something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just all sit and go, yeah, it's really good. I like it. It's good. Yeah. Okay. It's and great. now what? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Let's talk about Alan Moore. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who! <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, I brought some things that... Good. I was at, I was at Thought Bubble last week. In cool. Leeds. Oh, yeah. So, I picked up a bunch of oh. self-published things. Fantastic. And I've not even read them yet, really. Did you manage to go into town to the comic shops at all? I didn't, no. Yeah. I, I went into the library. Did you see the giant skyscraper shaped like a Doctor Who's Dalek? No, I missed that. In Leeds. Oh yeah, it's I... I mm. Unofficially, it's crap. The, ho- the hotel opposite that. <laughs> it's called that, yeah, it's called the Dalek, yeah. yeah. No, I it's in Holbeck, that. it's kind of... You know where the uni is, kind of up the hill. Uh-huh. Is that where Thought Bubble happens? Is it in the uni? Thought Bubble's at the... No, it's in the Royal Ar- Armouries. Oh. Ah. Oh right, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. in that kind of area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it is, was good uh, fun. Yeah. There we go. So I just thought I'd bring along and show you guys yeah. stuff I picked totally. up. I forgot to add that into the email actually. The cleaner the man of destiny. Yeah. Fraser Giesen. The man of destiny. That, that, actually, I bought that before. That's issue three. <coughs> he's a he's a guy that cleans people's houses. Who's that? Fraser. I'll, I'll let you Decent. see all the names in that when we're done. I came up with a comic character a while back called Jana Tor, who cleans up <laughs> schools in the, in the school. Well, have you, have you In a sort of yet? superhero pose, yeah. but wearing a janitor's outfit. Jana Tor. Um, his arch nemesis was Blob of War, which is just like a bit of dirt. Not too dirty <laughs> from, uh, from the, the school toilets. It's like a blob of teeth and uh, eyeballs. Yeah, go for it. Just go for it. Get it done. 
Yeah, that's yeah. good. I like that, John. I like it. Go for it. Yeah, that's um, kind of stuff. Yeah. Broadly based on Manitano, Masters of the Universe. I say go for it. <laughs> is, it is it just. Oh. <clears throat> well, yeah, it's called Island, apparently. But that. <laughs> that isn't Phoenix. immediately apparent from yeah. looking at that circle. <laughs> yeah. But when with. Actually, I, I made a point of going to look for her because I was yeah. in a book she put together, uh, Sneaky Business, Rosie Hathaway. Mm. I thought I must go because I've never actually met her, but I was in her comics. And, and then when I was at her table, I met her. This is her new one. It looks really nice. Nice colours on it. Mm. Nice, yeah. It's got the snowman Yeah, it's got that kind of vibe. So it looks really nice. I've not read it yet. But I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I really like his own uh, the cleaner phrase I use. It's funny. Apparently he's a stand-up comedian as well. He does that for money as well. Oh. So he like cleans houses and does comics. Stand-up <laughs> stand comedian. comedian. Yeah, he's a creative guy. Well, he does actually clean. Yeah, oh, that's okay. that's what it's all about. He's got, he's cleaning people's houses, and that's what he's thinking while he's doing it. And this is not the all this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. This, this oh, are guys, it's it's a guy, like a million of them. Yeah, yeah. that's gorgeous. Really so simple. Yeah. And there's yeah. someone who well, now seems quite sane. Speaks volumes <laughs> compared to... Uh, I'm really looking for potential in tonight. Yeah. Speaks yeah, volumes. There's, there's someone famous. Yeah. Henry the Hoover vacuum cleaner. Yeah, always a favourite. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. Do you know, he's Henry! All right, Henry! Clowns. Yeah, an island. I wouldn't have said that was island, but... Well, I only knew from Inside, Inside it says here, Island, a short story by Rosie Hathaway. But even the, the cardboard cover and everything's just a nice little part, yeah. isn't it? It's well done. It's lovely. Yeah. So what else? I just, I like this title, I Don't Believe in the Sun. <laughs> and I liked his expression, that has or not. Right. So I don't believe in the sun, okay. <laughs> and then when I just opened it, I just liked the style of the art. Yeah. And looking into it later on, based on a song, I don't believe in the sun, by the magnetic field. Anybody know that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's based on a song. Who's that? Oh, that's nice as well. Nice yeah. colour I'm in here. Yeah. <laughs> lovely. Originally produced for the 69 Love Songs Illustrated Project, how fucking romantic. dot wordpress. dot com. <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> <I> like it. <clears throat> Stephen Merritt and Lem. It's a strange spelling of Stephen. Stephen. But with an I. What was this called again? Yeah, this oh, one's see. Safe From Harm, yeah. And this is John Adam. Uh, uh, I know John. He, John's in Three House as well. But this is the first comic he's done on his own. Ooh, is he the like guy that does that <laughs> kind of flat top character in the Three House comic? The detective boy. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Oh, I thought no. that was... No, that's Andy Heard. Ah, right. I've got his comic here as well. But this is John Adam. He did the one about the space bike. The guy was on the, in space on his bike. I don't know if you read that. And 
and the other big spaceship went past him and like knocked him out of the way sort of thing. And then he uh, he did the one about the spores. He was like washing the dishes and he was, yeah, uh, disappears into yeah. into the bubbles. And this kind of reminded the the design on the back here. It's very good. That's the first comic he's done, so it's nice. Safe from harm. See, speaking about treehouse. Yeah. That offer thing that they had up. Oh yeah. I don't know if they still got it up uh, or not. Yeah, yeah, this should do. Any yeah. any of the issues stay mm -hmm. your price or whatever. Yeah. That's incredible. I know. You get all of them for nothing. Get them all free, <laughs> digital. Yeah. It's ludicrous. I unfortunately, I was going to give them something, but I'm poor, so I took them. So you could have them. <laughs> them. Yeah, they're great. Quite right, yeah. Was it nine of them or something? Seven? I think ten's about to go up now. Yeah. Ten, ten, so was, yeah. ten was just released at the thought of them as well, so. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be millionaires if we weren't doing crazy stuff like that. <laughs> just giving them away. Hardly. How does that go, Banks? Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Uh, Star White, that Mike Mignola was there this year. That was good. Took along the old 80s Hulk comics for him to sign. You know, he did a run for about <laughs> yes. a year on there. He was, he was dead nice, eh? There was loads of queues actually waiting to get the stuff signed. Did they charge? No, he didn't. No. I think it's up to them if they charge or not, but he wasn't mm. charging. I went to the Comic Con in Glasgow a few weeks ago, the one by the Armadillo, and I got to meet uh, Chris Barry and Hattie Hartridge, uh -huh. but they charged. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, it was, only, it was sort of like the once in a lifetime thing. And I went there with uh, one of my pals who was a big Red Dwarf fan as well, yeah. so mm -hmm. we both got uh, signed autographs from him. Nice. I sat there and talked to him about spitting image though, because that's how he uh, first became a big name. Uh -huh. He is the voice of Reagan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who did? Chris Barry. Who's Rimmer. Oh, I always remember him from that hotel, uh, not the hotel thing. Yes, yeah. Empire, was it? Yeah, but not, 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 uh, did he not do... Oh no, it was that, yeah, it was that, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm getting it mixed up with something else. Yeah, that uh, leisure centre mm -hmm. thing, yeah. The Brits, yeah. that was amazing. Mm. I think his funniest role for me was, uh, I mean, it was Rimmer, but there was also a character he played in Black Adam III. He played the French Revolutionary. Extremely <laughs> sadistic one. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting, uh, I was getting mixed up there with that and uh, the thin blue line where Rimmer Oh say. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this one beats. Nice cover. Yeah. Anthology. Yeah. Was an anthology thing. That one, yeah. Loads of different people. I didn't really. I'm not sure I recognised anybody that was in it, but it just looked nice. Is that like one? Is the company one beat? They put it together. I'm not sure. I'll be something on the sort of one beat. Julia and Sarah. Julia Shield. Sarah Broadhurst. Yeah, it just looked really good, so I bought it. A lot of these things, you know, you can't really, can't really go wrong. No, you just give no. it a try, you know. That looks so nice. So, well, how much would someone like this be? That one I think was like two quid. These were all a like two or three quid. These comic ones. event at Aberdeen University. Aberdeen. 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 Remember last year they had the burlesque? Yes, I heard about that. Yeah, and this year, unfortunately for. Um, 
some folk I think another group who are different have taken over the dancing mm. Mm. muslin in yep on our sweets on our butch yeah it looks nice it beats a lot of different people in there yeah Good. who's that Strasbourg mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I say, I've not really had a chance to look through these properly, but I'm looking forward to it. This is like a mystery. <coughs> the thing is, there's so much at top level. You just go to every table, and they've all got someone that you know you would quite like to have a read. I mean, some of them, you know, you're like, no, I don't want any of that. It's not your taste. But there's so much stuff. There's so much more I could have bought. That's too familiar. That's got to be somebody. Says it at the front, does it? I'm not going to be able to keep a straight face with that one. That, I went past and just saw the title, Bumstorm. <laughs> and I thought, what? And then I looked Julia a bit more closely and it was a story about farting. I thought, right, I'm buying it. It was almost like getting the money out as soon as I... You could have bought me a copy as well. Yeah. Yeah, and then this one, yeah, Madness on Mars. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to read that one word for word. There is one here as well um, on, that, on that humorous topic. Uh, let's see. What in the Love and Rockets? Yeah. I can, here we go. Flatulence is a very popular subject. <laughs> of course it is. It's the funniest thing kid, ever. Kid, the kid. <laughs> What's that? The cake stuff? The phoenix has flown. What's it? Bumstorm. Bumstorm. Um, you've got to write this as well. A comic about farting. <laughs> Bumstorm. <laughs> um, and then this one was... <clears throat> this was a kid. This guy was like, I don't know, 12 or 13 or something. And he had his own stall. Joe Bamford. Madness on Mars. What, drew it as well? Yeah, he did all of it. Well, wait a minute. No, I think maybe writer Joan Bamford, artist Dr. Simple. It says here. So he wrote it and, and Dr. Simple drew it. Madness and Mars. But it's amazing, eh? To, what age was he? 12, But Cooper's amazing. It's like a wee underground comic. I mean, look at that. That's right at the Beano. That's yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, but, so, so I had to get that as well. Put on the nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the Beano, but it's a nightmare, isn't it? David, yeah. am I allowed to take a photo of this? Of course sure. Okay. I hope so, because I'm taking a photo of all of it. There was an issue too, as well, of Bumford. Uh, sorry, not Bum, Bum Storm. I'm going to wait for the film. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Actually, Robert. Under bombs. Bombs stuff. And then I got these two from. Let me see. I'm going to kill this. Oh, not yet. I'm just waiting for this to restart. Zoo Dominic. No, Zoo's on the comics course at Dundee Uni as well. So. So I know her, but she does really nice stuff. Wow. Amazing. And she's quite... This this one, for instance, was a 24-hour thing. 24-hour comic. 
She sat and did all this to find out, you know. It was almost like it was effortless. <laughs> was she in with you in the... Yeah, she was yeah. there as well. <clears throat> it got to like half two in the morning. She was like, that's all my pencil and done then. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it all got inked. And then there was time to go over it with a wash. You know, just to finish it. And then it was, and that was like five o'clock and she was off. <laughs> but her table, she's got so many different comics set up. This one of what is, this was the, the new one, I think, Fear. Even the way she's done like that's that. nice, isn't it? That's really cool. That's all about like a Glasgow underground sort of horror version. So really nice, have a look at that as well. Good cover. It's just incredible. It's like Dr. Simple, because Dr. Simple... It looks like the Alan Moore. Remember he did a little underground type comic and it was like penises from outer space. <laughs> do, you remember that? do you remember that? You got it with Dodgem Logic and it looked like that. It's like the witch show the elf from uh, the Moomins. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Graham P. Manley. That's the cover. <laughs> P. Manley. P. Manley. Graham P. Manley. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um, work ethic. So I'm sure she had like about eight comics done, maybe more. And good stuff. Nice. nice. Yeah, lovely cover. And then I've got the collected Skip Toby volume one. Now this is from Andy Herb. Yeah. Who is in Treehouse. Yeah, yeah, see you there. And this is a great book. That he's oh, yeah, yeah, Skip Toby stories in one book, and he's put an extra like adverts, Skip Toby action figure, puzzles, and games. Skip Toby action figure. It's all, all Andy's humour, you know. Look, there are 10 coffee cups hidden in this picture. Can you find them? I remember that kind of thing. Amazing. Yeah, so a really nice book. It's got crosswords on it. And Letters page. That is nice. Really like it all. So that's good, yeah. So you can see the kind of thing that you can pick up when you go to the thought book. Yeah. And these are all people doing their own comics because they want to. You know. None of this is like people working for a company no. or something. A couple of parents I thought they always be spoken about a lot by yeah. a lot of different creators and whatnot. That was. Uh, I, I'm, I'm hesitating because he was sitting deciding what, to, what yeah. price to put on it and I can't remember what he settled on. I think it was a fiver. Five pounds. Nice book for five pounds. No, Skip Toby collection. It is. You ever read That's really good. Oh yeah. Yeah, I couldn't resist that. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. Dedicated <laughs> to you. A little dedication. Yeah, lovely. It's heartwarming. There, there's love. Yeah, that's yeah. my love. I yeah. felt, I felt yeah. that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> so that's it, guys. That was the the thought bubble. Oh, I got some other back issues and stuff as well, but I don't bother bringing them. <laughs> Wait, looking in the back for. Yeah. yeah. She, she's kind of so tireless. She she did that and then was she was like, let's do it again next week. You know, she's, <laughs> she's wanting to do twenty four hour comics every week. Zuzana. Yeah, Zoo. Zoo. This is really cool. 
Yeah, it's excellent. It's really book, really isn't it? Fantastic. Yeah. Skip Toby. He's a great character. Everything. The whole edition of the, mm-hmm. the yeah, format. Very well put together. The, the cover, the back cover, <coughs> the adverts. That's just <laughs> fantastic. Guaranteed to maybe thrill and and or excite. <laughs> yeah, that is just little details, but mm-hmm. those details just made a difference. It's really good. Even <clears throat> even a bit about Dragley, probably published by Coleman and Spa, in quotations, good books that are written good. Yeah. There you are. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> That's good. He's got a very good sense of humour. Oh, yeah. I genuinely would buy a Skip Toby action figure mm. with an yeah. ele- electronical razor. <laughs> <laughs> Do not misquote me when I say this film is completely and utterly no good. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Bobby. <laughs> the Daily Poppy. Very good. Honestly, goodness. Right. I went to see Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. Did How you go see it? Mm. How was it? Was it good? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 I want to go and see it. I mean, I, I don't see, yeah. like him much. Yeah, yeah you, don't like, you don't like Benedict Cumberbatch, do you? No, but um, it made me want to go and read old Doctor Strange again. That's a strange comic. I've always liked him, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I've checked my... I don't even have any. Uh, really? I checked my inventory. Oh, right. I, it. Uh, I thought I did have some old ones from when I was a kid, but yeah. I have some recollection of the being of me having considerably more comics mm. than I than I need. Not since I bought as an adult, mm-hmm. from when I was a kid, that I think maybe you didn't have them. Got shifted on somewhere by yeah. someone, and yeah. I think Doctor Strangers were in them. Oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I really, mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. I thought it was done really good. Mm-hmm. Like their manners design. Yeah, yeah, it was all really. Oh, who's who's seen Doctor Strange here and who hasn't? I haven't. No. Never seen it. I'm, I'm say not it. bothered about spoilers. I don't know about anybody else. Mm. Uh, maybe mm. I'm not leave the room. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> I'm not too bothered by it, but at the same point, I don't. Um, well, I am going to watch it, again, so. so I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. Right, okay, okay. Okay. Just yeah, just know that there's two things at the end of it. Oh, oh, right. yeah. There's two little minis. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. One halfway through the credits, and the other at the very, very right end. at the end. Okay. Is it worth staying for them? Yeah. yeah well. Yeah, they yeah. always are, aren't they? Because otherwise, you'd just be wondering, what you? Yeah. I don't know. Some of them. And you're bloody awful. <laughs> yeah, but even the funny ones, it's just. It's just like it adds a little uh, dot to the eye, doesn't it? We went because it was nephew's birthday, so it was a tree for him. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't have Did you thought like about going. Yeah. yeah, they all really liked it. Good. We're still keeping that up, then. Eh? They did as well. friendly. Yeah, this one was uh, better than. Was it the hairy? Yeah, the hairy host of. Go off. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you used to read all that and think, what's all this? Crimson. <laughs> Bonderai. Oh, yeah, the, the Crimson. This is a bit of. Yeah. See, it's a, so, a waste of time. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. 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 Y
Doctor Strange. Mm. Most of my Doctor Strange knowledge comes from the 1990s Spider-Man cartoon. Alright. Yeah. Doctor Strange, Baron Mordo, Dormammu, and Wong. Wonderfully yeah. named Wong. Yeah. Um, are sort of like main characters. Mm. Just for a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. But even from those, you get the gist of the, their backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you learn about them very quickly. That was a good TV show for mm-hmm. doing that. Like summing people up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. It was good. It's a pity they used so much library footage though, because um, towards the later episodes, they, they ended up taking bits from previous episodes, hoping that no one would notice. Right. Oh. And there's, a, there's an awful scene when Spider-Man, he's beaten the Sinister Six, or the Insidious Six, they've called them, and at the very end, the six villains are arguing with the kingpin who's arranged them. They're, they're on their walkie-talkies. They're, they argue in the middle of uh, an alleyway. Mm-hmm. Then the next scene, they're in the middle of a lab. Because it <laughs> flits about. Then they're back in the alley. Then they're in the lab. Because they just recycled footage. Jeez. It's a, what show is this one? Uh, the 90s Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't know if it was the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it was. Um, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the 1990s. Not, not the Firestar yeah. and Iceman one, but the, the one that had a lot of computer ma- computer uh, segments. I remember that one. Yeah, that's, that was one of my favourite ones. Uh, Firestar and Iceman. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, the first one was Spidey on his own. Then there was the Hulk. And then Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Every Saturday morning. Oh, the first Spider Man I remember was the Hannah Barbera series. I remember that. Mm. The one that's now got all the um, internet memes about it. Uh, like hiding behind the desk and everything. I'm just doing paperwork. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> all these kind of things. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny what you mentioned there about them reusing stuff later in the series. I was watching. Well, I wasn't really watching it, but it was on the 18th. It's on every day. Mm-hmm. And so I was sitting doing someone else on the computer, and on it came. And the face was dressed up like a priest. <laughs> you know, so he knew they were up to something. And they were sitting in a Jeep, and I thought, I've seen this one. You know, I've seen this before. So they're pretending it's a mosquito and all that on the back of B.A. Baracus and then the uh-huh. And he's out, you know, they need to get him on a plane. And then in comes Murdoch on the plane, you know. So I'm thinking, yeah, I've seen all this. And, and, and they flew off in the plane and everybody's shooting the guns and all that, you know. And I'm thinking, yeah, whatever. And then the plane crashed. And I thought, this didn't happen the last, the last time. And so there was a whole storyline where they crashed in, a, in, a, in, a, in an unsafe environment. And I thought, I can't believe it. They've just Because I remember the first time I saw that opening bit, that had nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Yeah. So they escaped from there and got back and then got on with the story. But obviously they've just used the same opening <laughs> and <laughs> stuck it yeah, on later on. And I thought it's probably because they had a lot of good aerial photography and stuff. I thought, oh, we'll use this again, you know. If you think that's something, there's a scene. They, they often talked about how hardly, although it's not true that all there was never any deaths in 18, there was oh, yeah. hardly any deaths. And there's yeah. one scene that they recycled from James Bond film. Really? Where the villains are in a, it was either a plane or a helicopter and it smashes against um, the mountain and it wouldn't have smashed had Hannibal not done something to the plane uh, somehow and it crashes on the ground, it's in flames and uh, James Bond, the villains were killed instantly Right. Uh, in the A-team, <laughs> the same footage, 
all of a sudden the three villains get out and just brush themselves yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so, yeah. I seen that. Well, it was, was it like 5pm like on a Saturday? Yeah. yeah. Team, something like that. I've seen that a couple of times in the A-team where they've been like hurtling along and a van's come crashing off the mm. side and rolled and rolled and rolled and burst into flames and the guys come out and you just see them going... And you're like, yeah. how did Can't you get, get out of that car? Contraptions yeah. made <laughs> from, oh, things that just happened. Oh, it fires cabbages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's able to debate. <laughs> I remember there was one where they were in a barn and they built some kind of cabbage yeah. shooter. <laughs> cabbage cabbage. I remember that one, kind. yes. <laughs> yeah. Even I was like, oh, come on. Only <laughs> <laughs> 10 and I'll, come on. Yeah, that was good. Still loved it though. Yeah. Yeah. I've got all the 18 <laughs> figures in my attic. Have you? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, they're different types so Get them on some are, Nah, they're keeping them precious to me. Those the ones that size, which were the yeah. most common ones, and they all came with toolkits and oh. weapons. Mm -hmm. They're scattered all around my house, little black ones, uh, plastic ones, and then um, there were many ones about that size. Now, they, they're the most fragile ones. They all broke, but I have the villains. There was a packet of four villains as well, sort of mirroring each right. each hero. They lasted longer because mm. they were uh, sort of like the, the sort of really bendy figures that the heroes were. They they were more sort of like stiff and well stronger stronger uh, limbs. Yeah, that's it. That, that's the words I'm looking for. They were getting killed anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I got you can't play with them so much. <laughs> the A team had a tank that the minifigures can fit in, mm -hmm. so I had that. And the wee uh, the Chevy van that you just pull back, let go, and it shoots forward. But the two biggest figures I have are two B Baracuses. Mm -hmm. One, it's like he's got his uh, denim dungarees on, he's got his toolkit. And then there's another one, identical, except that he talks. So you pull the string and he says things like, uh, Murdoch, you're crazy, or I'll pay the fool. Yeah. But then it says, then after that he says, always listen to your parents, then, uh, <laughs> then study hard in school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Four things he said, just like the action man figure. Study hard in school. But he came with his tools as well, and they had enormous uh, blue feather earrings. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, I still love them. Maybe maybe one day we'll have a, an A-team gathering, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that Mr. T should say that, that those sentences that were wrong, you know, always study hard and mm. or listen to your parents and say, pity the fool. Yeah. They came out randomly. <laughs> you didn't sort of listen one then the other. You always had to pull randomly. A lot of the time, the uh, the meaningful adult ones were the things that were on the most. You, you pull it for about 20 times to hear him shout out Murdoch. Oh. <laughs> it's real aim. Oh, so you kept wanting the pity of the fool and you kept saying, do your homework. Yeah. And you're like, no. Yeah, study hard. <laughs> stay in school. Stay in school. Stay in school. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I missed out on being Mr. T by a couple of days. It was 1989 and went to Florida on holiday. It was about Halloween time. And it was inside one of the big shopping malls. They had this big sort of indoor kiosk. And it was like like a, a Father Christmas thing when you meet Father when you meet Santa Claus. This was like a Halloween thing, but you met Mr. T, the real Mr. T. And wow. I missed it by him by about two days. Just to punish the people who didn't know about it, they had a big board saying, Mr. T is, was here. Mr. T was <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah. Just to um, rubbing your nose. Yeah. You missed it. You missed it.
Like how someone outside. The original Battlestar Galactica, they were well known for reusing stock footage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because um, it was really expensive for TV to do yeah. space Ooh, special that, effects at the time. Is that so the one with the star? The star that you rescued single handedly? <laughs> he saved out Bendix's life. <laughs> I was there to witness this. <laughs> Don't worry, all. Oh, I, I wasn't going to say it all. I'm okay. not terrible at these things. I said, we'll leave it at that. We'll, we'll, we'll leave them wondering. Right, okay. So you saved the face. Mm, I've been pretty You're like the fifth 18 member. <laughs> He's so modest wow. as well. Yeah, the bulk. Do you remember the fifth, the fifth 18 member? Amy. 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 So I've got the toy of Amy. I was. I thought it was a shame when Amy wasn't in it anymore. Well, well they replaced her with a few. Was she few like? Girls. She was with them. She was with them. And she was hanging out with them in the van. Hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. I remember that. Amy, Amy. And the oh, figure yeah. has a very yeah. nice likeness as well. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. the sixth member, oh, right. George. Boy, George was in it, wasn't he? Yeah. He wasn't in it. He's a war too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boy, George, up here. Yeah. So strange. He was a vaguely member. Yeah. I wanted to appear with Colton Clark. As a villain. No, no, no. He was being Boy George, wasn't he? Yeah, he was being Boy George. Yeah, he was playing himself. So he was there. Come on, come on, come on. He's not the same. You can see all the 18 sort of dancing. I'm the 10th 18 member of the late going here. I have no recollection of any. How can we? No, you can't remember Amy. Get, get her on. Oh June, my goodness. On. It's, it's because I've got the toy of Amy, that's how We've I remember her. But there were three lasses, I think. I, I think the hun- there was one, one after her, another. And then one after her. Amy was the first. Was she? Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember Amy. I remember, like, where's Amy? Like, where's Amy? She wasn't there yeah. anymore. I'm like, what's going on? I think there was a dispute with the real life mm. actress yeah, and the. Um, because uh, yeah. I remember asking uh, my parents, how come uh, Amy's not in it? And, yeah. uh, they said, I think she had an argument with the makers, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, she was good. So there was a figure of Amy as well. Yeah. You've got that as well. Yeah, I've got that. It was a regular so, size one, but I don't know if they ever made uh, a mini one. Right. So she hung around in the van and all? It was like, yeah, yeah she was in the 18th. It was final in the van. Um, I don't know if she was actually linked to any the of them. The other day, no, the other day she was in the house. Uh, uh, she was in the house, and and the bad guys were coming up, and they were like, "We're coming in to get you, right?" And and she was like, "You know, beat it." And of course they were crazy, and were going to come in, but she went, she went bonkers on them. Mm-hmm. They went to open the door, and she got the coffee pot and flung it in his face. You know, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, she's crazy!" And they were like, "We're coming in." She's like, "No, what are you going to do?" She went. Pfft. Blew the fucking door. <laughs> yes. Could that be a clip? Uh, uh, dirty secret between the face and Amy. Oh, it's only thirty-one seconds. Yes. Hmm. Oh, okay, maybe. I thought I was pretty good. You were fine. fine. No, it's the song. Yeah. Fine. Ah well. She was there anyway. Oh yeah. She just shot through the door at the guy. I'm watching it again. It's so good. It's, it's just really good fun. Right. Do you know what it is? Each character is so 
Defined. Defined. Yeah. It's just you get it and you go, well, you know, he's tough, he's, he's mad, he's this, that, that. Mm-hmm. He's a rogue. And you just get it. And yeah, you can see why you just would have enjoyed it was so much the, was, when you were a kid. Was his name... What was the general's name in it? Oh, oh there's a few generals. Um, no, the, the man, Hannibal yeah. Smith. Hannibal Smith. Yeah. No, that's the, Hannibal Smith. That's he's the, the, the one of the gang. I thought you were meaning like the generals that no, were chasing them. No, no, the... The head of the ah, the gang, Hannibal Smith, Hannibal George Peppard, George Peppard, yeah. <laughs> was he? Is he meant to be ex career or ex Vietnam or both? Or I think oh, they're all of them. All of them Vietnam together. Ah, is, oh, is that yeah. how it? Ah, but even Mark though Dog, PA must have been about seventeen. <laughs> is that part? <laughs> yeah, of, is that part of the credits? The That's part of the credits. story. Yeah. Right, but, yeah. but the story behind Murdoch is he was only going to be in the first episode. It was really, you know, how at the beginning of each episode they talk about three men. Uh, being wanted by the, the military. Oh, didn't Well, it was... Murdoch was only in it for a cameo. For Originally, he was in it for a cameo in the first episode, but he was so good at it, they decided to make him the unofficial yeah. fourth yeah. member. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to put this on. Um, What's this? This is the only kind of news that I've got, because everything mm-hmm. else I didn't really see worth speaking about. Is this the last Wolverine film? Yeah, last Wolverine film. Um... So we'll check it out. Logan, <clears throat> what did you do? Charles, the world is not the same as it was. Mutants. Johnny Cash. They're gone now. They played this song by Cousin's funeral. Today. To see if I still feel. I focus. On the pain, the only thing that's real. That's not happening, then, is it? No. No, I thought we said, Do you like this? Do you like this? I want to come off. Someone has to come along. So is his power failing him a bit? Because he's old. I think it's because he's, he's scarred yeah. some things. Looks a bit miserable, doesn't it? It's, like it's a bit there. It's a bit Logan being a little fart. But in all fairness, there's not many films that would be extremely happy. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a wee bit happy because uh, I've heard my favourite X-Men villain would be in it. Who's that? I like to spoil it. Sinister. Mr. Sinister is meant to be. Yeah. Or evil Colossus, as some people might say. But I've heard it could be a case where he's like uh, Baron Zemo, where it's just you see him as a human, not as uh, as what he's Uh famously known. There you go. It just looked a bit more brutal up here. If you see the X Men Apocalypse, oh. the boss created the same. Yeah. At the very end, this had like a suitcase. With Essex. Essex, which yeah. is a certain manual Essex. Hate to burst your bubble on that, though. <laughs> Apparently, they've uh, been talking that they might not follow that up. Oh. And they might just reboot the entire thing altogether. Oh, well, that's fair enough. <laughs> I don't think it was that good. No. Anyway. <clears throat> Reboot the entire what? X X series. From all the X Men films, that was the worst of this. Even probably worse than the third one. Which mm-hmm. was well, a dark comic. Well, 
But anyway. Right, I don't have to shoot. Yeah, I'm up there. I am looking forward to uh, on the light and the train spotting two. Train spotting two. Yeah. On the light, I'm not. And Bad Santa too. I saw that advertised when I went to um, the pictures to see. Yeah, that I just remember. Nice seeing you again. Good to see you, mate. We don't do these uh, often enough. And then we'll do it more often. Ah, good. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thanks again, Tom. No worries. To get in touch for more links to the podcast, links to buy our comics and more, then go to our link tree at thatcomicsmell.com. And please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thank you for listening. The music you can hear is by Richter FM and it's the title track from the EP Hibiscus. You can check out Richter FM and this EP on Bandcamp, YouTube, Spotify and Apple Music.